right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to me. Welcome back to the No Laying Up live show presented, as always, by our friends at High Noon. I'm thrilled to be back uh, from paternity leave and thrilled. Guy does one podcast with Billy Walters, puts all his hundred nugs on Victor Hovland, and here we are. Uh, the, gl- the glum faces I see across from me are Mr. TC and Mr. DJ Pie. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? I'm not not glum at all. We're here in DJ's garage. Solly, we're thrilled for you. You finally stood for something with your picks. I don't even know. What I that said means. it immediately. I don't even know what that means. You finally put your money I'm out there, in, and man. you just said, "Hey, I'm all in. I believe in something. I'm not, you know, the stats may not back it up. Whatever. I'm gonna believe in something, and you did it. I'm you, proud of you. You rocked them, man. You rocked them. You're, you're, you know, you're you're trying to paint us into a corner. We're sitting over here in the garage. Just, just rejoicing, rejoicing about how how happy we are for you. Man. Rejoicing about your big you win them. and Blocky's course record. That's exactly right. Those are the two big things this week. God, I thought I don't know why I thought this would feel better than it does. I want to give a shout out to our friends, of course, at High Noon. Summertime is here. The limited edition High Noon Pool Pack is back. It has peach. It has lime. I'm saving the lime for my second one here. It has two limited edition flavors: guava and kiwi. Got something to report. I think I'm out of the guava and kiwi in this house. I've been absolutely plowing through them. Uh, uh, all summer through man we got some they are made for the days by the pool on the green or even lakeside fill your cooler with the essentials high noon and ice get out with your friends to enjoy the sun had the in-laws over this weekend we had a little sun sip they were extremely pleasantly surprised with how tasty the high noons were it's they're for everybody so the high noon pool pack is only available this summer so get it while you can look for it on drizzly or wherever you get your high noon and to find it near you visit high noon spirits Dot com. Guys, I got to admit, I was quite envious of everything I was seeing on the social channels this week. Summertime shy is a great, great, great time of the year to be in this one of my favorite cities in the world. Tell me about your week in Chicago. It was spectacular. The town was a buzz. We kind of did it all. Uh, Olympia Field's a little bit in the middle of nowhere. Out there. Yeah, I wouldn't say we were like in Millennium Park. You know, <laughs> it was it was a good, you know, a lot of Burr Ridge, a lot of uh, Olympia Fields, Homewood. You know, a lot of a lot of fifty five and three fifty five in our past. Sally, I know you love a good build out. The build out oh at the golf God. course was what, what's the insane. square footage? What are we talking here? You know, I love my square footage. Uh, in the probably build-out. millions of square oh, feet. Those are still coming in. Triple decker uh, on eighteen. You drove in underneath the build out. Uh, just infrastructure season. DJ took us two nights in a row to this place called Johnny Cabs. Unreal. Absolutely. Uh, just the talk of the town in, in Burr Ridge. We don't have to linger on it too much, but, you know, it, it's it's a place I've seen some bands play in, in, in the past, and it's just an absolute uh, – it just turns up every night of the week. Live music. Neil's out there. There was a yacht rock band. We're like, oh, we'll stay for like a minute. Ended up staying for the whole freaking thing, and I think that – you know, that kind of sums up the week. It was just everybody was just out there having a good time in, in Chicagoland. Golf course was was I had never been to Olympia Fields before. Like it's a bunch of sevens and eights, right? It's not yeah. going to bowl you over. It's not going to blow you away right from the start. But there's a lot of really, really solid holes out there. There's more variety than I thought. Also, holy shit, is it not a golf course where you're going to go shoot a bunch of 28s on the back nine? Yeah. Like, like yeah. let me just squash that right up front. Is like, this is not a birdie fest golf course. Like, it was soft. There was a lot of rain 
early in the week. And I know there was a lot of like, you know, ball in hand stuff early in the week. But man, if you get just off on that golf course, it, it's really, really hard. The rough was so thick. The wind was up like we saw what it was like when the when the greens got really firm in 2020 mm. last time they were here and the winning score was whatever four under or something like that. But uh, so I know it was a little bit different golf course this time around. But man, that was not like a just go get it. Pin your ears back birdie fest. That was a freak freak storm that we saw out of Victor Hovland, which obviously I know we're going to talk a lot more about 65 61 on the weekend. Yes. Back 928. Truly, I, I don't think it's exaggeration. I, I held it back for about five minutes after the round, but I was like, dude, I am struggling to think of, like, we can laugh at the FedEx Cup playoffs. We're not going to pretend like this is a major championship, but can you think of, like, a better back nine heater to win a big, big, big-ass golf tournament, like, off the top of your head? I'm still struggling to think of one like that. I'm, no, somebody I, in the I comment really hit can't. us with one because back nine twenty eight. He missed one fairway. He pulled one left into the rough on fourteen, and also then he hit it to like two feet and made the birdie anyways. Uh, it was Vic has taken an enormous leap this year. We've been waiting for him to like sign off on some like big dick wins. Obviously, he did that at the Memorial. Throws in a playoff win on top of it. It's been a it's been a huge leap. He's one of the top five players in the world. And, and man, guys, like again, we're sponsored by BMW, so you can throw this comment out if you want. But again, just from watching on TV. What a scene of people like that was a I went to this golf tournament at Cog Hill in 2011. It did not look like that. I can promise you that. And I think something to be said about moving this event out of football season and up in Chicago, it like had to be the like the event of the weekend in Chicago. People are there's a lot of knowledgeable golf fans in Chicago. I yeah. feel like people play a lot of golf. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it like I said, I mean, it's not like, you know, right in the city but it's like it's close to enough of these suburbs that like it's it's easy for a lot of people to get to it was pretty easy in and out and you saw the build out like uh, i know nobody like wants to get super deep in the weeds and we're kind of joking about the build out stuff but the western golf association like exists to run tournaments like this and to give away scholarships to kids right and they seem like they're kicking ass at both of those things in a, a really really big way i mean this the the build out like again was like that triple decker yeah. scene on 17 we was cannot, so sick. We cannot emphasize this build out enough. <laughs> no, we truly we, we can't. But it was like things float around the property and it's it's a weird it's a weird property too where I think they like ideally I think when the US Open was there they switched the nines, right? Which a hand up that was like I shit all over Olympia Fields after like during and after that US Open. I was like this is such a shitty US Open and I think the USGA got spooked and cut the rough down and then it rained a bunch yeah like right beforehand so it kind of neutered the golf course and i think they got vilified but if you look back at at the leaderboard on that on that us open i think there was only like three or four guys under par um but yeah it's just the way that the property works too like out towards three four five sixteen like there's all these concentric spots where you can see six different holes from the yeah. same spot and I think a lot of it has to do with the 50 guys too, right? And and I know we'll we'll I don't know if we want to get into that conversation now, but man, having gone to this tournament pretty much every year for the last I don't know decade or more, not a big difference between 50 and 70. Right? Nobody missed those <laughs> 20 like, guys. Just not a big difference. The only difference was the pro am, yeah, because it costs the Evan Scholars probably like eight hundred thousand to a million dollars because 20 less spots and they still do nine and nine, so there's 25. Got, from, you know, groups in the program instead of 35 from a watching golf perspective. I mean, everybody's going in twos. 
they're still teeing off plenty early in the day. They're done at like a pretty nice time, right? Like it's what it's 20 PM right now. It's, it's pretty tight and pretty snug and just, it, it feels like you can kind of see what you got to see, but you don't need to be out there for 14 hours. Yeah. It was, it was great. And like, I mean, I know this is just like the nature of the playoffs, but man, it's kind of just every group is like big name, big name, big name, big name. Like it was really, really, really fun. Twosomes man. all week. I think next year is in Denver. Next year is at yeah. Castle Pines. Probably going to be a little bit tougher walk for some of the players may bitch. It's it's not the <laughs> easiest walk in the world, but should be another huge turnout. Last time they were there was at what, Cherry Hills? Yeah, um, which was an awesome week too. Yeah, and then, you know, Castle Pines, they haven't been there since the international way back in the day with Steve Lowry winning, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome week. I mean, but just to circle back on Victor Hovland, so yeah. if you didn't get to watch a lot of golf today, he birdies the first hole, par five, birdies the third hole, birdies the fifth hole, uh, and then bogeys the seventh hole. Flips over to the back nine, birdies 10, birdies 11, birdies 12, uh, makes a par on 13, then birdies 14 after pulling into the, into the rough, uh, hits, uh, almost reaches the par five, 15th and two, gets up and down for birdie there. Hits a good shot into 16, but makes par in the par three there. The tough, two toughest holes in the golf course, 17 and 18, steps up stripes driver down the middle of both of them, wedges or nine irons probably into both holes, stuffs them both, makes birdie on both of them to shoot a back nine 28, final round 61. Uh, I think he I've already gained over three shots approach on the back nine alone, uh, which is like the, his greatest approach round comp- as a total of 18 holes. He did it all in the back nine uh, alone. It was just outrageous. He had to do to hunt down the number one player in the world who actually had a decent putting week this week. Scotty Scheffler. I mean, it was just a, a that was a fun Sunday of watching golf. I mean. Golf is totally broken, and it shouldn't be driver wedge all over that golf course. Just 480-yard yeah. par fours that dudes don't ever have more than 160 into all all week. It's a joke, but uh, there at least there was a payoff at the end of this one, which was somebody got crazy hot to go run down the number one player in the world. This was uh, one of my favorite stats of the week from, from Bob Herrig. Victor's birdie length <laughs> on the back nine. Three feet, one feet, five feet, two feet, eight feet, nine feet, seven feet. That That is that like i said earlier that that's a freak storm that's not a, that's striking. not good for the feet of putts made today. no true not a lot of feet of putts made i'm get, so. i don't want to want to do this but i'm getting word from our producer cody in my ear that uh he does want to play a video this was not my idea mm. at all I, I i don't really even want to do this but there he does have a video he wants to share from earlier this week uh one play one play this week all my nuggets on victor hovland uh, to win i wanted to do cantley i figured the rest of the guys would do that plus 900 not good enough for me we still want the we want the golf trip we want to win this thing i've said it all year long one play i want to play spieth um but i don't know i just i I needed a favorite that wasn't all the way up at the top and i'm going victor hovland i don't feel great about it but it feels like he should have two wins (laughs) 100 nugs plus 1400 victor hovland that's it see you next week can i say i i I will say as soon as we got there we're walking around on uh whatever day that was wednesday yeah uh tc first thing he says just like God, I wish I would have taken Hovland. That was the, <laughs> that's the one guy that my models missed. I think this could be a big, big week for Hovland. I said it to you on our Slack, Solly, right away. I said, God, you know, the models were all over this, the fund. This is why I need more picks. You could have slipped through the cracks. I know. If, imagine if you could have picked 25 guys this week. You'd have nailed it. I had the pro. The pro set a course record and, you know, among other people setting course records this week. That's right. And, Sam Burns, Blocky, yeah, Hovland. And uh, the pro. You know, just didn't didn't quite have it yesterday and today. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for Hovland. Like all, I mean, so this year he's won the Memorial, and he's won the BMW. He obviously had that 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 Oak Hill 
yeah close call there um i was gonna say it's it's hard to always do like causation correlation and you, you know you never quite know how much you're getting from tv and how much you're not but it really seemed like a switch flipped it at the pga right and holding on in that in that spot with brooks and like really really dueling it out and just kind of getting outplayed like that looked like a different guy he and awesome. he's kind of looked like that that guy the rest of the year yeah, yeah. especially you know? after last year at st andrews yeah and coming back and basically not the next opportunity but one of the next opportunities next time he's really in the mix goes out and acquits himself and plays well and it's like you know what i can do this this yeah. is this is in reach so i wouldn't be shocked to see him win next week win it all and yeah. then you know go into the Ryder cup and beat y'all's ass <laughs> we will be back on the southern grasses next week tc but, you know, he's been enjoy. He's been enjoying chipping in the in these northern grasses. I don't know. He, well, he's hitting it so close, he doesn't have that's, to. Chip. Well, that's true too. I'll, I just want to shout out. I, I don't really track this stuff that closely, but he didn't miss a cut this year. Like not once, not one bad yeah. week. Like that is not only did he raise his ceiling a ton this year, but to raise your floor that much, um, man. It I looks like he's not going to miss one next year either. But based on the changes with with the schedule, I'll bet, I bet he won't miss no, one next no more week. Cuts, I'll, I'm willing to right. bet that it's going to extend into next week. <laughs> Uh, yeah. as well. I said earlier that Scotty had a good putting week. I, 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 it felt like it cause I saw him make like two putts, but he indeed, indeed lost two strokes, uh, on the greens this week and finished two shots back still completes one of the most, you know, completing one of the most remarkable seasons ever. He gained 14.3 shots T to green this week. Um, and that is, looks like it is best more than double almost than anyone else, uh, strokes gained T to green this week. I don't know. I don't know how you like, I don't know how you can say it enough times or in enough different ways. <laughs> Not ways. Or, like, I'm trying to explain, like, 69, 66, 69, 64, 66 on a, like, substandard putting week. Can you imagine shooting <laughs> for, any for of those numbers was, without making every single thing that you looked at? It was kind of an, it was kind of an above-average putting week relative to well, yeah, some of his other I weeks. Guess, yeah. Talked to a couple of players. One of them said uh, he played with them either last week or the week prior. Actually, it would have been last week because he didn't play Wyndham. And he said, Teddy was like, hey, this is an edge putt. And Scotty said, which edge? Oh, no. <laughs> so, things, things aren't maybe going well on the reading greens. It's not just mechanical. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it just it feels inevitable that he's like the shit that he was doing today. Some of the shots he was hitting. That shot from, what was that, on number seven? Oh, the upside of the bunker. On, yeah, on like the top lip of the bunker. Yeah. And to get that even anywhere on the green or close to the green, much less to five. She's like, no, let me fly it inside a 10 foot circle here. And then, I mean, Fitzpatrick was on the other side and did something similar, like put one on the green. And it was like, man, like that rough was really thick out there this week. And that was some of the thickest stuff on the course just above that bunker. Yeah. I, I feel like the golf, I feel like I say this every week and I feel like the golf world still doesn't know this, that Scotty Scheffler is the best driver of the golf ball in the world. Like he, oh, yeah. he led the field in strokes gate driving and approach this week. Like, you know how hard it is to do both of those things? I mean, you have to absolutely God. stuff it from where you're driving it that far down that much in the fairway uh, to gain that many shots on approach. It's truly remarkable. And I thought I was, I really, I, I bet on him to win so many times this year and not hit a single one of them. And I thought he was going to totally bone me today, but uh, we, we, we got a couple bounces to finally go our way. Interesting stat. Rory, 12, he was 12th in strokes gained off the tee, 11th in strokes gained approaching the green, first in strokes gained around the green. Hmm. Kind of tailing off with the driver a little bit, but. God, we followed him. Really well. Casey and I followed him Saturday for that front nine when he was four under through the first eight and was just. Watching his short game, like when it's really singing, like watching him 
rolling in putts and watching him hit it in just like the worst possible spots and somehow getting him up and down was was making my heart flutter a little bit. I mean, it's 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 been a while since I've been on site at a golf tournament and like I I don't know. We can't say enough good things about this week. I had such a fun time, man. It, it was it's a really fun golf course to watch because like like I was I was slacking you guys yesterday. It's like it's it's pretty straightforward. It's all in front of you. There's no tricks. There's no angles. There's no like it's very execution test. But if you are are off just a little bit, like so, I guess if you're on, like there was enough rain that it was soft, you could do what Victor was doing. But man, if you're off just a little bit, when that wind gets up and you're in, like trees are overhanging. It was like low key windy all week. Yeah, it was it was really really hard, man. And and it, again, it's just a good reminder to you know it's obvious, but just get to a golf tournament every couple months just for a reminder of like like Rory hit a shot out of like the just like six inch rough ball sitting down winds blowing hard left to right and he somehow hit this like high draw that that completely turned over against the wind i was like talking to will haskett the radio guy i was just like dude how do you like i don't know how you convey that to somebody else like that's impossible i was standing there before he hit the shot with casey i was like oh he's clearly just laying up like there's no way he can move this ball right to left he moved it 20 yards right to left like it's it's unbelievable just seeing these guys in person so it's a really it's always good to be reminded um your first hole is a par five, and what, 15 or 16 is a par five? 15. 15. 15. And then, but there's a lot of variety in that middle stretch. There's like yeah. three is a cool par five. A lot of elevation change, too. Five is an awesome medium length par three. There's there's some there's some really cool stuff along that kind of ravine there. 14 is probably the coolest hole in the course with that big rise up to the green. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you like a lot of onus on driving the ball well out there. And enough dog legs but also there's a lot of straight holes as well yeah and weird spots on the greens like you were saying it's like yeah very deceptive greens that are a lot more going on than than it probably looks like well and it yeah. seems like i mean yeah. our, our memory from 2020 was the firm ass one and where the score was what what it was what was it, four under i think was what got in the playoff or something like so. that yeah yeah there's only like two or three guys under par and this one gets 13 shots lower it, it, feel, it feels like just from watching on tv there's so much going on on those greens there's so many little slopes to them yeah. especially some of those par threes have a lot but when it's soft balls are going to rip yeah. and find the bottom of those slopes so much yeah. easier than Totally. When it's firm, it just has that little run out, and then you end up with those five footers that you have to play outside the hole, and they glide on the firm green. It's just a totally different, different test. It seems like. I mean, it, it just seems like Olympic Fields is like I would call like pro golf good. I don't know if it's totally. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like good, good, but it's just like for what we are are kind of stuck with when it comes to technology right now in golf. That's what we're. That's best we can hope for. You play the pro am. What would what, you think? Yeah, I mean, I played. It was the fourth best golf course I played this week. <laughs> uh no it was it, you know it was there was so much more slope on the greens than i thought there would be greens were like pins were in the middle of the greens for the most part and some of those shout out to justin rose like the toughest spots almost yeah yeah i played with rory we teed off on the back Casual. nine and actually that drive right there on on 10 almost hit a volunteer <laughs> down the left and i didn't yell four. Oh my god like, wow almost hit the guy on the fly i was playing roger Steele in a match and then i birdied the next hole which Rory did not make a birdie for the nine holes. Wow. It's crazy. That? So Roger and I had a great time out there. We put Hatton on the back nine. Rory makes you feel like, you know, I've, I've spent a little bit of time around Rory, but he makes you feel like just so natural, like you're an old friend. Um, I want to give a shout out to Gabby, the caddy I had. She's Nevin Scholar, just graduated from University of Wisconsin, Madison. She's going to optometry school, and her green reading was among the best I've ever seen from pro caddy 
amateur caddy, Evan Scholar, anybody. She was lights out. So, and and I don't think we can say enough good things about the Evan Scholars program. Like it's it's one of the few charities out there that like I will support till the day I die. And it's one of those things where like they're it's no bullshit. It's just the best cause. It's sending caddies to college and I don't know. It's just awesome. I think the cool thing about the Evans too is you always get like like Gabby, for instance. I mean, I overheard you guys talking about it. It's always almost always kids that like have no background in in golf right like they almost start from absolute zero and then work their way all the way up to doing all kinds of cool stuff and kind of having it change their life so we we say a lot about them but yeah it's it's always a a good annual reminder i cannot wait we have some new technology tools that can document and kind of uh descript uh you will if you will like all the the language we use in the pod i cannot wait to start doing control f's for best i've ever seen best i've ever like the best ofs of tc (laughs) is gonna make she was that good i know but like at the end of the year can you imagine how much content we're gonna have of the best i've ever seen top best course i've ever played best best hole i've ever seen best shot it's like visbee exactly listen olympia field certainly isn't falling victim to that fourth best of course i played this week that's right uh we we, we got to go down the leaderboard a little bit but just before we do that uh this episode is brought to you by our friends at title it's the number one ball this week at the bmw championship and overwhelming number one choice every week on the pga tour six of these top seven finishers uh this week at olympia fields played a pro v1 or pro v1 x golf ball model including your champion, Victor Hovland. Vic shot his course record a 61, including that back 928 with his Pro V1. Pro V1 is the choice of Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, Brian Harmon, Matt Fitzpatrick, and, uh, excuse me, while Matt Fitzpatrick and Sung J.M. play the Pro V1X. Seven of the eight quarterfinals at the U.S. Amateur this week also played a titleist golf ball, including the champ who played Pro V1. Choosing the right titleist golf ball is all about flight, spin, and feel, and comparing the Pro V1 versus the Pro V1X. Pro V1 is going to fly lower and spin less in the long game while producing similar green side spin and softer feel. Pro V1X flies higher, spins more in the long game, and has a firmer feel. Best players in the world are playing golf ball that's fit to their game. You can You simply can't Play your best golf otherwise. Head to Titleist.com, start the fitting process, and find out which Titleist golf ball is right for your game. Ho-hum week for the rib, so I'm going to, but I don't want to skip past Matt Fitzpatrick. uh, He's kind of had a quiet year outside of his win at the Heritage. Uh, He kind of quietly had a chance to to tie Hovland with a shot from the fairway on the 18th hole, but uh, Fitzpatrick shoots 66, 67, 66, 66. I believe we can refer to that TC as... That is the Mackenzie Hughes. That's right. He went 66-66 on the weekend and did not win. Uh, but good to see him. Not not good to see him playing some good golf now, right before the Ryder Cup. I don't want to say that, but we, we <laughs> like Fitz here, and we we're he led the field in strokes game putting this week. So a really good week for Chicago. Yeah, I would say zone. three of the top four finishers. I, I like that solid Chicago zone right there. Although he's still reeling from the Northwestern football scandal. I know. Uh, three of the four top <laughs> top finishers going to. Uh, Going to the Euro Ryder Cup squad. Get him to Rome. And three of the top six as well, depending on where you want to cut that off, right? <laughs> yeah, I That's mean, right. three of the top ten, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Harmon, uh, he is is putting the gas pedal down here. He has already clinched a Ryder Cup bid, of course, uh, but backing that up with some very strong play here into the playoffs, which is a great sign to see. Uh, he finished T5 along with the pro, Max Homa. Co- Cody, do you have another video to play for anyone who picked Brian Harmon this week, or we could just skip past that? If- no, I'm sorry. We're going to skip uh, past that one. You didn't tell me I'm to sure have a I'm sure everybody had that. What did you pick? Brian Harmon, top 10. Okay. Good job. I'm proud of you. 
Thanks, man. I am a, I am concerned here about Brian Harmon and the Ryder Cup in September, though. You know, that's that's right when bow hunting season is mm. going to be in full mm, effect. Yeah. His mind's going to be other places. So all you got to think about that in your team, man. That's, he might go up to the Black Forest. I brought this that's up. I brought this kind of stuff yeah. up in uh, after he won the the Open Championship. Like, look, why are we why would Russia put him on the team here? But Max Homa finishes T five. A little disappointing weekend for Max. Seventy one sixty eight. After it was um, it was wild triple bogey uh, that he had on Saturday afternoon on the seventh hole. That was like legit. I mean, yeah, legitimately. Uh, you know, he he made three more bogeys after that for the rest of the weekend, but it seemed to really, really, really disrupt his flow when he was playing some awesome golf to that point. But yeah, we followed him a lot Friday. The day he shot 62. Yeah. yeah. 62 was, <laughs> That's was pretty strong. The putter was all like, it was, it wasn't like a fluky 62. I mean, he didn't miss a, he missed a shot on, he made bogey on made two bogeys. Part three. Was that yeah. 15 or 16? Uh, 16. Can we get a look, Cody, at the very impartial media, not at all corrupt golf media, uh, spending some time with the pro after after a uh, this was disgusting. No, this was this was Gross. very crooked treatment from from the tournament. Uh, I, this was ten minutes after he finishes round. There's everything's gone. All the cameras are gone. This is that makes it look like I'm talking to him as he's going to the eighth tee. Uh, but no, we're just you know we had a great time on Monday. I did a a BMW dinner with with Max and Cam Young. And then uh, had some beers afterwards, and so you know it was it was good. We had a great conversation on Monday, talking about a lot of golf stuff. And Friday kind of felt like a, a full circle. It was a lot of stuff we talked about. He put it into play. Clearly, it was we awesome. got to talk to his, his agent Lacey as well. That's right. Talked to her a lot as as well, which was really really fun. But just dude, it was an it was an awesome day. I don't know. TC said it. It's fun fun to see your friends do cool shit, and that that's a little bit what the uh, what the high five was. His there. his attitude right now too, like. I feel like Beast Lake should be really good for him next week. His attitude seems he's playing with joy. He's playing with positivity, gratitude. Um, like he 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 had a really good putt on that par three for his bogey, missed it, and then just he was smiling afterwards. I can't remember the last time I saw no, him smile after a bogey. He seems like a different guy in like a, a really great way. He's in an awesome spot. I think he just absolutely loves being a dad, loves traveling around. It's just it's it's very, very, very exciting, and I was so happy for him on on Friday, man. That was like one of my favorite golf memories. I think following that back nine was was so cool. Deez, you got to watch this move though. People are going to think you're trying to pass him something, man. The the underhand. That's what I said. It looked like a, selling him selling him Molly. Yeah, or something. too many lickies and chewies. Lori, no, you got to watch Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. No, the 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 bad golf high fives are very very contagious. I know this tournament's just outside of Chicago. This is your your streets, man. I, I didn't know what you got it's your hands suburbs, on. man. You know, bloggers. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's just trying to make it. Good comment here, Lewis Norwell. DJ passing the Tampax. Uh, just like, just like Tiger and JT here, get, get, get yourself canceled. Did you guys, that's, that's true. I, Don't zoom in Cody. I missed this on Saturday that somebody yelled at during Max's putt on the 17th green. Yes. Yeah. I was standing right there and totally, totally missed it. Read about it afterwards. But, uh, yeah, someone had bet like $3 that he was going to make, that he was going to miss the putt and he ended up making it. And he kind of got in their ass. I think Joe got in their ass. It, I think probably security got in their ass. Some of the vision funds, uh, fixers got in <laughs> that's right uh, I read that it was not good man i i feel like that's the the big scary monster that we've all been talking about for like 10 years with all the sports gambling stuff going on like that's the other you know i we talked at length about how awesome it is to go watch guys hit golf shots and you got to get on site to see all of these things and it's so amazing the other thing that is always just a constant reminder of being on site at a tournament is 
it's really just like a rope and a you know mutual understanding is kind of the only thing separating just like these big masses from from these guys thank you so. dj you know i've been on this block for a long time these professional golf tournaments could have the worst possible security posture of any other like professional event i've ever been to you literally have multi 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 millionaires out there with like one metal detector that people go through it's crazy it's criminal the pj tour should take a stand on this and and by the way i know there's somebody else who is uh, bragging the last couple of weeks about working the deal for all pj tour inc security stuff this ain't it dog they got to fix this stuff mm. i saw i saw montana thompson your boy out there <laughs> he's one of the security guys right yeah i mean he's probably doing his job <laughs> it makes you know i don't know what you're getting at with seeing him out there that's great since, since you pointed this out cody i mean like shout out to our friends at bmw but it's always a weird thing to have uh you know the big billboards on the side of the the courtesy cars as well is always always an interesting thing from a, a security perspective especially in Lori lightfoot chicago <laughs> I think I don't think she's in office anymore. <laughs> it uh, the article said this is the first known case of like a better trying to influence the outcome of a shot, which that sounded like it came from uh, PJ Tour headquarters to be inserted into that article. But uh, I don't know. If the fact that it took this long is pro if that is the case is uh, probably a good sign that it's not going to become an epidemic. But yeah. it's probably still like one time it happening compared to all the money that has flowed into pro golf. Uh, probably still makes it worth it. Uh, this could happen a lot of times, and it would still make That's a true. lot of sense to have the money still flowing in. And he made the putt. Which that helps. Yeah. Not a lot of assholes out there. No, I mean, it was not a lot of screaming. Not a lot of it was. It was pretty I would, tame. I would, I would say these are in the conversation for the wow. best fans in golf. Wow, wow. Which is interesting, and I don't know if you guys want to talk about it now, but dude, every time we do this, it's it's awesome to like everybody says like God, we got to get back to Chicago. Chicago is so good. There's so many fans. I don't think we're going back to Chicago until like the President's Cup at Medina. What is that like? Twenty six. They just spent thirty five million dollars doing the golf course. Twenty six or twenty seven, something like that. I don't know. Like, at what least. other tournament is is in Chicago before that? Nothing. The the NV five Invitational. Yeah, and the Corn Ferry Tour. You guys are bad guys. Like lives there in September, so I don't know what you're talking about. No, but that's at Rich Harvest. That's that's not Chicago. Sugar that's, Grove, baby. That's out by where DJ grew up. That's true. That's just outside, <laughs> just outside Chicago. <laughs> Rounding out the top ten, uh, Sungjae finishes solo seventh. Russell Henley T eight with. Uh, are you going down the leaderboard on me? I'm gonna do it to take it away from you because I think we got a lot more stuff to talk about here. Because it's gonna lead me into the next. This topic. is kind of solid. This is Solly's week, man. Okay. Russell Henley T eight with Xander. Um, then also rounding out Real the quick. top ten, of course. <laughs> <laughs> really quick. Tom Kim in the top ten, of course. When that was a wow. stolen Balor, sixty six, sixty three. Didn't I? Don't even think we saw Tom Kim this week. That's I didn't you. know he was in the field. That's on you. Yeah. Harris, bad guys. He. Bad guy. He with a backdoor top ten. Guys, didn't have Andrew Putnam on my list of uh, finishing top ten at the second playoff event of the year. Don't have many Andrew Putnam memories from this year, but uh, he did not advance. If you would have, if you would have said top ten at the BMW, top ten at the NV Five Invitational, <laughs> Andrew Putnam, I don't know which one I would have picked. Uh, McCarthyism and Corey Connors round out uh, the top ten. <laughs> Denis McCarthy, <laughs> my guy, my my guy Patrick Cantlay, uh, he 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 finishes one shot out of the top ten. Otherwise, my bet would have counted. Fuck, hate that man. Yeah. I would have mm. been cut down a lot. But uh, Sahith finished thirty. 
31st in the FedEx Cup. We hate that. Does not make it to Atlanta. First guy out. Patrick Cantlay uh, made a birdie on the last two holes, Victor Hovland style, to knock Sahith out of uh, the playoffs this year. If you remember, he made a putt on the 18th green uh, to get into all of the majors in the next year and a two-year exemption that came from the Tour Championship. Um, and so he misses out on that by one shot. What's his world ranking? Um, but yeah, still you want to keep, see him. No, no bigger... No bigger Sahith fan out there, I, I promise. But do, do, do you think, based on his season, does he deserve to be at the no. Tour Championship? Bad season. It doesn't, doesn't really Thirty six. Uh, yeah. Especially when you consider how many dudes left for Liv, and like he, yeah. he, he, he fell back a little bit this year. I don't, I don't think that was, you know, I don't think that was a tragedy. That, that felt, felt deserved. Other notables to miss. Uh, Danny McCarthy misses the Tour Championship. Cameron Young, mm. 42nd. Finishes 42nd. Sam Burns. Moves up from he was the bubble boy heading into the into the day or into the week goes from thirtieth to twenty sixth sets the course record this week and that was his only round in the sixties or set or tied tied the then course record with the pro huh so I don't know what Sam Burns is I can't figure him out we talked about that over breakfast a couple times what what do you do what is it that you do what are we what are we what are we doing it's weird like because I feel like he's gone on some of like the back nine that we not to this level but. What Hovland did out there today, where it's just like, oh my god, this guy can't miss. Like uh, I've seen that gear, I feel like, and then uh, you want it to stick around for like four months, yeah. six months, get some critical mass. It just just doesn't. Golf's hard, I suppose. But you tend to, I mean, he won a golf tournament this year. He won the match play this year, and it certainly looked like he was going to be uh, on the Ryder Cup team after that. And I don't, I feel like he's on the outside looking in right now, which we can we can get to some of that. But um, can I go down the leaderboard a little bit more? It's a fifty-person field, man. What I mean, is there exactly? There's not there's that much leaderboard. Right, so what are we? Cook a little bit. Well, what, what, what do you have to point out here? Well, I just so just Ricky. Keep, Ricky I came out Cody, flying. Keep your finger on the button here. Sixty-six, and then kind of petered out. Country music sensation Eric Cole. Mm. Got to give him a shout out on a great season. It comes to an end. Forty-third in the end, FedEx of, the, end Cup. of the tour, man. He's he's worn out. Tied with Tommy. Uh, Tom, great. Yeah. Tommy's got to be exhausted at this point. Rom, I'm a, getting a little bit worried about Rom, guys. T thirty one. He had a seventy four in the second round. That's this what I mean. Week. That it was it was out there on that golf course. Uh, the links master Jordan, Jordan Spieth finished over par for the week, plus one with with uh, Tyrrell. I want to give a shout out to Tyrrell. Tyrrell was delightful in the pro am. Just <laughs> conversational. When all the pins were in the he middle was, of the greens, he was totally fine with everything. <laughs> no, he was all. Oh, we were so we're playing with the tournament director Michael Bruni. He was great, and uh, Tyrrell was like. For fuck's sake, man, this is like a 265-yard par three. Like, this is outrageous. And Michael's like, hey, like, Tyrrell, shut up because there's a there's another T back behind this one. <laughs> like, we, we could make this even worse. He rolls the rock so nice. His putting's so good. Uh, Sep, a little bit worried about Sep my, on my European mm. team. Uh, Sep did not play well, T37. I think that'll about do yeah, it. Yeah, that's about do it, yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. I want to give a couple shout outs just as we get to, I mean, qualifying for the tour championship is a big deal. I mean, it, everyone's kind of, all golf fans are pretty exhausted by this point of the year and you kind of, the headlines are the headlines. You don't pay too much attention to it, but you get a shitload just for, for qualifying for this thing. You get all, into all the majors, you get the two year exemption, you get, uh, yeah, I'm, you're in the tournament of champions now, which is, I think needs a, a rename for next year. Just a couple shout outs that stuck out to me. Young Tom Kim, of course, I believe after he was called a fraud, he went on to qualify for the FedEx cup finale here. I, I just say he was thirsty. I don't know if I mm. declared him a fraud. Uh, strike that from the record. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Not by his own doing. 
you can find that one in Slack so easily. <laughs> just search, just search the word fraud. Look at That's this. Look at this there. young chap. There's not. He hasn't done anything thirsty by his own doing. Everybody else made the ankle thing that was completely blown out of promotion. No, by- he was on crutches when when they had him on on camera at the British Open. He was on crutches when he wasn't on camera. He wasn't on crutches. It was mm. crazy. That is not him might putting medi- that out there though, the- saying, "Look at me." Yeah, might have been the medical system over there. It's just too good. <laughs> too much free like, care. You, ha- you have to be. I'll take those crutches. Got them for you. I yeah. want to put somebody on notice a little bit. I want to put Sungjae on notice, especially he's going home to Atlanta next week. Home game models are off the charts. <laughs> Finished seventh this week, which is a very Sungjae finish. Hoovering up some money, played well. T to green. I mean, what do the stats say? He was. Uh, He's 21st in putting for the week. Just kind of all around decent stats. He was fifth tee to green. I'm kind of surprised I he was even 21st. Sung-Jay, I want to see Sungjae make a little leap. You know what I love about Sungjae is he's got the wave god on the bag. Willie Wilcox <laughs> was awesome to watch those guys work. He was paired with Rory on Saturday morning. Watching uh, watching those two go to work. Uh, Willie's got the uh, the big, what are those, like the PFG uh, like fishing shirts you know he's got the really thin long sleeve shirt with the hood up carrying around chatting up rory and harry it was it was great i I love seeing willie wilcox thriving he's he's an awesome guy other seasons just to kind of you know probably don't roll off the tongue for guys that are gonna be playing the tour championship next week siwoo kim uh taylor moore i know he won a tournament this year it, you end up with the guys that yeah, won tournaments you forget but um Tough, tough uh, way to back up last week for Taylor Moore. Taylor, Taylor Moore shot eighty seventy two this week. Yeah, unlucky. Not harnessing power from the sun, but he's he is going to uh, to East Lake. Corey Connors and Nick Taylor from Team Canada, and Adam Shank is going to the uh, the he's going to be playing in all the majors next year uh, with a uh, top thirty finish. But I mean, we, we think of some of those names that missed. I mean, that's you know, this is kind of some surprise yeah. names in there. But uh, you guys ready to talk some Ryder Cup? Yeah, I'm going to get another high noon. You you start. <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure. We're really excited to talk with you about this, Ali. Uh, no, this I is, am. I am. This is brought. I just feel like I'm going to have to drink for this conversation. You if you're going to, depending on what you have to say, don't drink and drive with it. But this this segment is brought to you by our friends at BMW, a worldwide partner of the 2023 Ryder Cup. BMW will be electrifying the Ryder Cup with a fully electric fleet of vehicles for players and officials this September. I hope we're counted in that uh, the the officials category because I would like to ride in some of those uh, when we're in Rome. Didn't I'll start with the U.S. side alone here. Did anything change this week? Did anything change uh, in this final uh, other than, I mean, we can talk specifics here in that Xander bumped, I believe it's Xander, right? Xander bumped uh, Brooks Kepka out of an automatic qualifying spot. Other than that, for who you are taking on this team for captain's picks, did anything change this week? Sully, I'll, I'll put that back on you. Do you think anything changed this week? I think Scotty's in. I, okay. I'm gonna, I will probably agree with that. Uh, I, it depends on where you were last week. I mean, where if you were team Lucas Glover, just won back to back events and is in. Uh, I don't know if where did he shoot this week or where did he where did he, he finish? He was week? middle of the pack. He finished T twenty two. He finished even uh, four under par. Yeah. Shot even today. Also had a dude. His caddy had a dude wipe sponsorship. I, I wanted to pass pass that along. Lucas, that, that was pretty. T twenty two finished. That's not bad. What did JT finish today? Exactly. Okay. What did JT finish last week too? I I, I didn't I couldn't find him on yeah, the leaderboard. He's probably in the lab. Uh, like Lucas shot 70, off. 67, 69, 70. Like that's fucking steady. That feels like his sure. floor right now. Do you know how exhausted the poor man must be? Just sure. there's not enough hydration supplements in the world to like fill that body back up. <laughs> like uh, what did you expect him to do this week? DJ, do you think he is going to get a captain's pick? No, I don't. 
TC, do you think he's going to get a captain's pick? No, because this because because he didn't play in Zach's charity event. <laughs> okay, Cody, do you think he's going to get a captain's pick? <laughs> he's not. He should though. He should. Fucking Thank should. You, Cody. Why should he? I stand with Cody. Make the case. Look at his play. Like I, I, honestly, I I understand what you want to say. There's a reason why they change it so the hot like the hot guy can get a look at it this late in the season. And I understand you want to play the game of like, what, who's going to be playing good four weeks from now. Just real quick. They, but, they change that back. They do not do the hot hand game anymore. Just for the record. Well, he, he's still got a hot hand. Thank <laughs> you for that. But I would say a hundred percent. If you look at like his playing up until he made this drastic change of the putter versus what he's doing now, he's a new man. And who knows how long that's going to stick around for, but he's obviously proven for the last six, eight weeks that it's working for him. Course match wise doesn't make sense because everything that you guys raved about coming back is you got to hit fairways, uh, you got to get you got to hit green, greens, and it seems like Lucas Lucas Glover does a heck of a lot of that. I I feel like everyone's still in the mindset that this is the golf national that they're going to. When it in reality the the driving off the tee comparison, the best comparison to the PGA Tour, I asked the data golf guys for the comparison on this is Bay Hill. The emphasis on driving distance and accuracy is Bay Hill, whereas Le Golf National was like that brings another name into the into the conversation for sure. However, however, the YouTube golfer is so if it's Bay Hill, that's based upon what the DP it's, World Tour data from it's like from those events from those Italian Open events of like the guys that play well there. Do you hit it far? Do you hit it accurate? And it's a weird off the tee emphasis of both equal parts driving and accuracy are rewarded yet it's uh how do i say this like it is um more emphasis on off the t skill right like you gotta have, like both of those skills pay very well there right it's not dumb and long of like hey bomb it as far as you want who cares about accuracy and it's not the golf national where accuracy is the only thing that matters and distance doesn't matter so it's 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 more of a like driving golf course than the last time they went to europe i mean i think that's where like it'll be that but i feel like with what they're doing to the golf course oh talking to played with two guys on you know that will be on the on the european team and talked to both of them about the setup and how they've analyzed statistically and all that like gonna force long irons or you know mid irons in there and it's gonna be interesting but also you know talk to a couple guys and they're like yeah like the, the u.s side would be stupid not to put jt on because he pisses them off so like he pisses the europeans off so much like and like that's like they meant that as a compliment. Like he's a tough guy to play against. Um, Lucas Glover for the for the season was forty sixth in strokes gained off the tee. I think it it comes down to for me is again five weeks away is is a fairly long period of time and. It's really easy to remember how well Lucas is playing right now. I'm super happy for Lucas. You'll, you'll find no bigger Lucas Glover fan than than myself. I'm a huge Lucas Glover guy. But when we get to that first tee, however, and there's five thousand people yelling, and it's seven o'clock in the morning, like, and you're going to you're about ready to go to battle. Like, if you go over, if you bring Lucas Glover over there and you don't win, like, aren't you going to look back with some regret if you, you're the U.S. team? Like, if you go take JT over and you lose, I feel like you're okay with that. I feel like that's like, dude, it was, it's our guy. Like, if we're going to go over there to Europe and win, it's probably going to be with a guy that's been a huge part of our team for the last several years, even if he hasn't had a good year. This is a surprise to know. Like, we, you don't need to continue to point out that JT has not played well this year. Like, there's not one person that's not aware of that. But he's 138th in driving accuracy for the year. What is he in overall strokes gain off the tee? It's, it's not great. It's not terrible. I just told you that. It was like that's 56. Accuracy. Okay. JT is? 
Yeah. Anyways, I don't, aren't you going with the guy like the American Poulter, 16, five and three as a match play player. Are you, are you putting that aside for a hot hand five weeks in advance? I would be stunned if the U S went that way. I really would. I Wait, think who are your JT? other picks going to be then if I, 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 I guess I don't understand why is this just a a Lucas versus JT discussion right now. Well, let, yeah, let's yeah. let's Who get are into the other that. candidates. Well, I think so. Let's go through in. the. How did the six finish up, Solly? Um, you're putting me a little a teeny bit on the spot here, but I think it's okay. Sorry, Scheffler, Scotty, we know Clark, Scotty Windham, Brian Harmon, correct. Xander, Cantlay, and Jordan, Max, 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 Max. Okay, so then so, then you got so Jordan, that's six. So they're in. Cam Young. The picks would then would be we can. Let's we'll, we'll we'll put Kepka aside for a second here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna assume Kepka is gonna be a pick for the sake of this. Kepka, yes. We have Cameron Young, which Fred Couples has said he's gonna be on that team. He said Spieth is gonna be on that team, right? I think he said Morikawa yeah, yeah. gonna be on that team. So that's ten. That's ten, yes. and then Ricky Fowler is yeah. most almost certainly gonna be on that team. That's eleven. So for one yeah, final one spot, spot, you have Glover, JT. I'd like to throw Russell Henley's name in the mix here. It's not Denny McCarthy, Keegan. Nah, Keegan. Yes. I mean, the more you say, the more you say these names, like, don't you gravitate towards JT? Like, right. <laughs> you feel just like a little silly saying that. Right. Yeah. That, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you. It's, no Sam Burns. I don't think. No, I don't think this goes against talk. everything that like everybody's always preached well, so, about, though. This, this is, is such a charity fucking pick. No, no it's totally not. right. No, I, I no, yes, I it is. You were yes, right. Yes, the first part. JT no. should go play. JT should go play the Czech Masters next yes. week, and he should go play Kron and show that you know what I'm gonna play myself back into form. Maybe, or he should just stay at home and work on his game and just play himself back into a form. charity pick. Would be like Phil Mickelson at La Golf National, like somebody who's like below 500 in team play, going to a course that's not a good course fit at all. But it's like, oh, but it's Phil. We got to take him. Like that's the charity pick. JT like has been the dude. Like if you're gonna go win it, he's, he's probably he's gonna tapping be. The, out. He's gonna be the guy. I have to recuse myself from the conversation <laughs> as a Team Europe guy. I'm with you, Solly. I mean, I think it starts to feel a little silly when you say those names that you were saying and, and you know, in comparison to JT. Cody, I want to ask you. Wait, what is the point of ask, having all these fucking you. qualifying no, events then? Can you picture that's this, the whole Cody? Thing. Like, uh, no, now Look, on the I, I understand US, it. T- a, a team of Jordan Spieth and Lucas Glover? Like, is that... <laughs> can you picture <laughs> that team? Can you picture that happening in front of 5,000 people? <laughs> To me, it, it feels going, like, man. guys, I've been what down this it? trap. It, I've been down, like, look at the strokes gained, like, go and take the guys that are hottest. Like, let's go do that. Let's take Bryce into the Golf National. Let's take Tiger Woods, who just won the FedEx Cup. Let's go do that. And I've, I've been hit with that wave of as soon as the balls go in the air, it's like, fuck, man, those strokes don't mean anything. Those numbers don't mean anything. You want to take the 12 guys you want to go to battle with. And I don't know. If anyone can tell me what JT is going to do at the Ryder Cup, I won't believe you. Like, he might hit it off the map and he might go five and oh i don't know what's going to happen but i feel like the u.s is totally fine with taking that risk of like yeah dude you're probably gonna play pretty good golf and lastly like this is the part that's the easiest to roll your eyes at but i don't know if you felt the same way Deej, after we were out there with them at kapalua like the jt speed like chemistry thing is really fucking real it's it's very real and like go back and watch i mean i don't know if you can do this go back and watch the match when they played rory and tiger and how they just annoyed the shit out of those guys and ran around in circles on them and like elevated each other's play. I, I, that, that maybe I'm believing in a fairy tale. 
But that is a real thing to me. And that just is like, dude, we're penciling that team in. We're penciling in Shoffley and Cantlay. We're putting Scotty with somebody that probably makes sense from a statistical standpoint. I don't know the answer to that Kenny yet. Harthy. Harmon would be cool. Maybe. I don't know. And like you go and then you fill the last spot and you feel pretty damn good about your chances. This is unreal. I leave the room for two minutes. This is fucking everything the force saying, was supposed to fucking stop. Solly is saying, throw the stats out. Stats I've been trying to say this for months. You don't I listen. I've been trying to make this point. You keep saying. Listen, like, I hear you. And I, I understand that example. Unfortunately, that was like almost nine months ago. And I don't think that's Justin Thomas that's been playing professional golf this year. I'm not even talking about from a skill perspective. I'm talking about their actual chemistry together. Like that is, a lot of people think the, the task for, the task for, like that's a big part of, like this, the task force, whatever they think it's about, like picking the, the hottest hand. Is so if that's the fucking case, like why isn't DJ on this team? Why exactly. is he not in this discussion? It's a fair question. Uh, I, I, why is Taylor Gooch not on this team, Solly? I don't think Taylor Gooch is bringing quite the same chemistry <laughs> that he's talking about. I don't really think DJ is bringing the same chemistry either. What about Bryson? What about the big golf? You know, now there's a guy everybody if loves. The driver is so we were all at. We were all so at the last Ryder Cup. It was DJ. DJ, DJ was, was awesome. that entire team. How how is he any different from JT? And the the scary thing about the swagger and the cockiness and everything, the positives that JT brings, unfortunately, like he usually has play that can back all that up. I don't think like what are you gonna do when he stands up there now and they're like, oh okay, dude, like we haven't seen you in like four fucking weeks, man. What have you been doing? What, what have they not seen DJ? That's probably like I, I you yeah. can't play bad golf and go to live and expect to get a Ryder Cup pick. That's not happening. Like whether well, or not you, you think it or not, the live thing hurts your chances a lot. It really does. Especially if you sued them, it eliminates your chances. So Bryson is not going to happen on the Ryder Cup team. Like the should should Morikawa be on the team? Yes. Move on. Honestly, Cam Young shouldn't. I I hate I'll the phrase to that. say that, but like Cam shouldn't be on the team. Yeah, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to that. I, I think you know that's where all of this and like in my brain is like completely like it's fucked up trying to rack and stack it because he she's he he's like the easiest one to be like yeah I'm sorry man but like you just didn't have it. JT, all right, JT. Next week is the Albertsons Boise Open out in out in Boise. I don't think he's qualified for that. He should go play that one, or he should go play the the Simmons Bank Open for the Snedeker Foundation in Nashville in September 14th through 17th, or go over to Europe. Like I truly believe JT should go play a tournament. Go play next week. Like this week is is Czech. Next week Switzerland. He should go play Switzerland. I think we threw out an invite. He's welcome to play any of the Florida Roost events as well. Yeah. Which are coming up. I don't disagree, TC. I do think like he probably is the twelfth pick right now. And going and playing horrible in a year another European event probably only hurts his chances. But if I was Zach, I'd be like, hey man, like go show me. Go I, finish top ten. I think counter and he like to that try to do like, that all summer. Yeah, he's had enough chances. That's kind of where I'm at. I didn't pull it off. I agree with that. I think counter he's had chances. I think counter counter to all this is I think he probably just needed to like go home and totally reset. Right. And just like not play tournament golf, not go get his face kicked in and like force it, force it, force it, force it. Just send a ton of nice text messages to Zach. Like, hey, look what I did today, coach. Like I think go home and work on your game, realize that you're hitting it well, and just like it's it's unplugging it and plugging it back in. So I think I think think and then you show up and you see what happens. Henley might not be a fit from like a culture. I, I don't disagree there. And that's, that's again, right. you said the task force is stupid, which 
The name is very stupid, but the success since the 2014. I'm a big task force guy. You know that. Yeah, of course you are. It just sure. seems like they pick the same ass captains every year. That's literally that's the point. what they're pointing It's just like Davis <laughs> Love. I, I'm just I'm tired. That's literally the point. It. It's the cool kids table. Yeah, like that's, that's the whole winning. that's the whole point. That's why he's on the fucking and team. And also the the uh, the uh, uniforms terrible. Bad. Nah, terrible. Not that Distracting bad. though. Distracting. Uh, I'm with you on Henley. Henley doesn't seem to be kind of part of the same. Look, the the dudes on that 21 team like got along in a way that was so different than any team to date. There's no Tiger, no Phil for the first time since like 93 or something like that. There was actually some room to breathe in that team room. They were they were comfortable. They they set the team up so much better to like not be like the the things that Kepka was whining about about not having you know time to nap and things like that. They set it up where you could do that, and they went out and won 19 to nine. Like it's not really broken on the U.S. side right now. They're not taking. They're taking maybe four guys that were on the 2018 team over across this time. It's a totally different team. I it 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 the, for the people that have think that the, my relationship with JT has any uh, you know influence on what I've said about this. I first of all, he doesn't listen to the show. I don't think he would ever hear this. I don't. I would have no problem leaving him off the team, or I, I would that that would not prevent me from saying he shouldn't be on the team. I'm just saying, dude, we've been waiting for like a Poulter like dude on the U.S. side for a long time. He's here, and everyone wants to boot him as soon as he has a bad year. Well, that was feels P. like also, P, P, P was the Poulter guy. TC's not. looking up Milton stats. Don't don't let him. Don't give him any options. <laughs> he shot World 80 number nineteen, eighty four in France. Like he's no longer Poulter. <laughs> so and who, Tiger from, apologized to him for that. From, <laughs> from my the, guy Milton. From the no, twenty twenty one team conversation. We're not so, doing it. Yeah, from the twenty twenty one team. So we ha- Boog is like we've we've had like oh. two fucking proof of lives from, from the is, last six months he's out of here still yeah his book's still playing golf <laughs> i don't know what he's doing he's been fighting for just 13 months <laughs> he, he had he added another couple of posts he's Your in a body. commercial fishing operation ever since covid just getting hammered with charters <laughs> so you have dj brooks or dj out bryson out brooks probably gonna get a pick now tony's out who else so. were the Xander would be say? there. He not in the picture. Boog not in the picture. And then Scott. Scotty was the last captain's pick, which is crazy. Again, to like go back to that, I was like we, this conversation two years ago was like Kisner or Scheffler was what we were doing yeah. at the end, and it was like, dude, what what do we? That feels pretty stupid. Th- yeah, <laughs> just like the final thing I'll say on it is like I'm banking on dudes to play around their their median of their the core of their variance, right? Lucas Glover is playing at the ed- the top edge of his variance. And I think JT is probably playing at the bottom edge of his variance, right? I'm like, hell yeah. If I'm making like a safe bet, it's around the middle tier of how someone's going to be, like from a talent perspective. I-, I think we can stop talking about it because he's going to be on the team. Like, I-, I think it's like a certainty. Is Kepka? I-, I think so. Yeah. That would be such a can of worms. The guy won yes. the PGA this year. Like, the, the PGA of America's major he's been the yeah. 38th I, best american since the the pga i think it's an, I, I think it's a no-brainer i think he's i think he's definitely had out. some words about the Ryder cup the last time around is also going to be playing in chicago the week before that it's a good warm-up hmm. that's so much perspective, some newfound now. perspective yeah. yeah you're good i don't know you know what like does nick dunlap deserve a spot that's interesting i had not considered <laughs> that uh what about on the year maybe did anything change on the european side Ludwig, you know, as we've reported he play the last week? couple of weeks, he has not played. There was he did not play Galgorm Castle this week because it's not a proper test. Dan Brown, 
conquered some angels and demons <laughs> and, and won one in Northern Ireland this week. But Ludwig is playing this week in, in the in the Czech Masters and then the following week at Kron in uh, Switzerland. I think if he plays decently well, he's in. He's showing some some extra motivation for the European side. Sounds like Sepp's on. Um, How you feel Sepp's, about that? Sepp's a certainty. Good. I feel fine about it. I mean, good. it's kind of... Feel good! The guy I do not feel good about, Bob McIntyre. <laughs> Setting aside like one or two weeks over the last year and a half, it sounds like the stats are apocalyptic. That's crazy. We should have mentioned that to you, too. <laughs> I'm sorry that we didn't you know, say But, you know what? what? Do you like, listen to the show? What? I know JT doesn't listen to the show. Have you ever listened to the fucking <laughs> throwing, podcast? But, however, however, I'm throwing the stats out. Stats don't measure the size of his heart. Sally, you feel me? An enlarged heart so, can be a bad thing, too. It's, yeah, no doubt. It's tough. Moronk is on, it sounds like. Moronk's sweet. Yeah. Uh, of course you think he's sweet. He's yeah, he's great. Big Moronkowski. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think a whole lot changed this week in particular. It's just, I think Rom's the one that I need Rom to kind of flash a little bit more. I think he needs to, God, he's got to just get some rest, right? Like he's another one that's like, yeah, he might, he might finish dead last in Atlanta, but like what, he's going to go four and oh. Yeah. When Rom makes like four birdies (laughs) on the front, are we going to be like, dude, but he played bad at the BMW, man. Like how did, I didn't see this coming. It's like, no dude. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. It, it, the cream usually rises in these scenarios. Is there a spot for ADDC still? Uh, there's not, but he did lock up his tour card this week. Okay. Hell yeah. For next year. Uh, no, ADDC, um, Vincent Norman, those guys, listen, probably, they're more probably like a 2025 Beth Page kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like, talking to Rory about it, Rory's like, like in the next decade, like, and really in the last decade, Winning an overseas Ryder Cup is like one of the most impressive accomplishments in sports. It's going to be like between the setup stuff, yeah, and just like it's 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 impo- it's almost impossible. It, it, impossible is what they play for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's going to continue. It uh, there's been one since 2006. And that was the miracle at Medina. Is the, is the last yeah. time it's flipped in the 06 U.S. or I'm sorry, uh, it was 04. The, 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 which that team was hilarious. I think 51-year-old Jay Haas got a captain's pick in that one. That was a charity pick, Cody. If you want to look back at that one, that's a little different scenario. The question is, who's going to win the Nicholas Jacklin Award? <laughs> that just goes to the drunkest player, right? DJ won it last time. <laughs> that was so DJ sad. won the Nicholas Jacklin Award. <laughs> Nice sport. (laughs) This episode is, of course, brought to you by our friends at Roback. Roback Activewear, you know them. They understand quality. Only one way to describe them, TC, that is? Fit, feel, performance, Russell dog logo. Not even close. Uh, Two stripes on the back. Two stripes on the back. Best fit, best feel. TC, we play for the dog on the front, not the stripes on the back, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Summer is in full swing. It's the perfect time to load up on the best gear that we own. Performance polos, they just hit different. Whether it's USA themed or their classic stars and stripes or solids and stripes. Dude, Solly, it felt like we couldn't go anywhere without everywhere. You see that little dog logo everywhere and the two stripe ridge on the back. The performance hoodies are the stretchiest, softest hoodies in golf. If you want to be comfortable and relaxed on the course, wear a rowback hoodie. We can't take them off. I'm wearing them everywhere around the house. Performance Q zips are a game changer. Nothing beats rocking a Q zip for an early round of golf. They're soft, they're stretchy, comfortable wear them all the time summer is in full swing use code nlu at roback.com for generous 20 percent off your first order through the end of this week that's r-h-o-b-a-c-k.com 20 percent off polos q-zips hoodies and more with code nlu summer is calling check them out now so i got i got a couple more things from 
from Chicago before we okay. before we turn it over. Um, did you guys see the Hatton FedEx Cup video? It was good. It was, fun. Uh, it was really good. It was our good. friend of the program, Tom Alter, kind of trying to turn him into like the Joe Lenardi, uh, the bracketologist. <laughs> like, like Nate, the Nate Silver. Playoffs. Like. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so uh, Hatton, Hatton was, was a little bit non pollute at all. Uh, he had, he had a great, great outburst on, uh, 18 today as well. Just fantastic. His caddy was a shot of life this week too, but, uh, it's so funny. He was like, he was like, yeah, okay, cool. Anyway, God, Saul, your, your tweet about with, with him trying to walk out the door and the subtitles, I just want to brief you on the FedEx cup is <laughs> like, that's, that's what we play for. That's it. <laughs> that's why we get up. That's why we put the jersey on that's why we get in the game uh right team rose throughout the first pitch at wrigley i think that was tuesday night we went to the game oh. on on wednesday night it was a walk-off <laughs> wrigley was electric tc got to see the raising canes uh up, up in wrigleyville which was very cool uh Shout this was a game. really tough tough still for me i know it's hard to zoom in here cody but uh <laughs> just a, a triple layer i'll try to describe it for those listening on the podcast i believe this came from from uh kelly james's instagram uh this is after a walk-off home run for the cubs to win in the bottom of the ninth go cubs go is blaring which is hot which that that song like i I hate i hate the cubs i hate them like one of the second worst fan base in america for baseball besides Cardinals. cardinals thank you but man the that that song slaps it's not, it's not good. I forgot the I forgot the it's awful. It's future I tense. Cubs, that's a good point. I forgot the Cubs play whoop there it is for all their other home runs, which is so so fitting. DJ's but this guy this, pitched. Who was the guy pitching? Uh Clevenger. TC's a massive Mike Clevenger guy. Clevenger was he the lockdown through seven. He was. He's an electric vibe too. Uh don't think too deep on him. But uh uh great, great. Still image here, kind of an art, but make it sports uh, moment here. I think uh, friend of the program, Amanda Renner was standing there. Just can't believe what we just saw. Oh, my God. Walk off. You could see me kind of just pinching my lip there. Trying not to uh, wearing his, his Chicago wearing my jersey. Shirt. <laughs> Truly wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. I mean, perfectly the- framed between the two heads is TC just reveling. Reveling in my absolute pain, just five boxes over. Just, I can't believe that that just happened. You must feel like such an idiot. It I was will a, say, we walked really about good. 25 minutes to the car afterwards. Only one mention of yeah. the White Sox jersey. I mean, I know. Wrigley was probably, there was probably 60 40 Cubs White Sox fans. I think, to be fair, most of the Cubs fans left in like the seventh inning. Yeah. So that was probably, that was probably good. Uh, and then the other thing I had was Grandma Susie. Mm. You see her on the PGA Tour socials. I didn't see her. I did not. There's, no, the, there's the raising canes. <laughs> Shout out to Blocky. Uh, Grandma Susie, some whiffs. What is with Chicago and these, these? Uh, something in the water. What keeps, do you keeps what do you some, call not octogenarians or septuagenarians? Is or, that a hundred? Uh, centarians is a hundred. Yeah. What is with these thirsty Chicago centarians? You know, we're just living life, man. Just trying to squeeze out every drop. She you was know? out there soaking up. Soaking up some Fleetwood love. <laughs> she looked at you. Yeah. <laughs> throw the DC playbook out of the rage. Uh, Tommy, Tommy said, uh, Tommy said a lot of people have been saying, Tommy, do it for TC. <laughs> he's just, every time he hears it, he just thinks, fuck TC. <laughs> you imagine hearing that as you're trying to win a PJ tour event. <laughs> so, uh, we had our guy, Trevor Immelman took us, uh, gave us a 
exclusive tour of the Super Tower, mm. the CBS Super Tower. It's a lot bigger in there than we thought. Dude, it's it's a hell of an operation. Uh, and and their stage manager was in there. And then Ian Baker Finch came in, Colt Nose came in, Nobolo came in. It was great to great to see those guys. And, and she's a unit, man. Sincerely congratulate them on a what's yeah. been a great year. They had nothing but nothing but great things to say. I know they're all like really worn out. That stretch from like the masters until Wyndham is something I don't think I'd wish on anybody just like every single week, like different city, different tournament. They, they have been grinding, but, uh, cool to see them get a shot at the, uh, playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs it, have been I mean, so good too. It's been like, awesome. Yeah. It's incredible. So just to, you know, listen for, for all of those that, that feel like we're compromised or we, you know, we don't, uh, call them like we see them. I, I would encourage you to check the tape on our, our CBS, uh, yeah takes i think are pretty well documented on on how we have felt and now that i feel like they've invested in the product in a big way and changed some things and improved some things and it just seems like everybody's really really enthused and and uh yeah. you know happy to be bringing bringing the fans the golf so congrats to them on another another yeah. big we week. had a meetup out there today neil and casey did that so we could be on the on, on the show tonight we had some some Evan scholars towels and head covers that we did some chicago themed stuff uh, I think there's still still a few towels left on the website. I think the head covers are mostly sold out, um, but all the all the profits go go to the Evan Scholars and um, yeah, just a just a great time in Chicago this week. Yeah, ate a lot of lot of dogs, a lot of brats, a lot of mm. dogs, Italian beef. Yeah, any like I didn't even put this on the agenda for tonight, but guys, any any chatter out there about you know I don't know the the future of men's professional golf at all? I feel like. No one has has everyone's interest in this just totally died off. I don't even hear people talk about it on Twitter. Big, big year anniversary from the great summit in Delaware, right. too. Yeah, yeah. I saw you know Big J, Tyler Dennis. They were at the pro am party on on Tuesday night. Mister Nicholas spoke, hmm. um, but no, it was very just. It was about the golf this week. It was weird. Yeah, it does in a weird way feel like a, a lot of it has. I mean, certainly like people are talking about things and it's very like, man, weird deal. Like think it's going to get done or not. But I think it's a lot of like wait and see. Right. Like I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a, a lot of chatter about the tiger joining the board and how and why that happened and what his motivations are and who's with him and who's Sounds not like with him and which side. Yeah. Between, I think, the, between the player directors. So okay. kind of trying to suss out that as far as like who's, you know, Who's with me? Who's who's riding for the deal? Who's riding against the deal? Uh, type of stuff, but nothing to really like report on there. Just trying to get our arms around it. But it's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of just like wait and see. I think. I mean, I think the overall sentiment from the majority of people I talk to is just like, man, we really got to get this deal done because like I don't totally know what's going to happen if if we don't, right? And and I think that's that's kind of the overall. Yeah, the overall feel kind of wild that like the number two or three at the tour just resigned last week, and the show goes on, and nobody really batted an eye. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just strange times. I think it's gonna be an interesting fall. That's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it it has squashed. I I think I had like decently genuine excitement for like a championship near the end of this season as of this winter, like in pre Masters. It was like when Rom and Scheffler were doing their thing in the lead up. I was like, dude, for the first, I think we talked about it on the show. I was like, for the first time, I'm like, I kind of want to see who wins the title this year. And I'm kind of back at like, dude, I, I don't think I really care. Like, unless Max wins. Do we have the, the golf's starting- been really good, though. I yeah, mean, like, that is worth, it's worth shouting out, right? And that's, uh, Nance said that on the broadcast too, but like, not just the playoffs, like, the, the whole entire year has been like, I don't know Freaking what, what I'm. Summer swing. <laughs> 
but even the summer, like there was some good stuff and it, it was like, it, it's, I don't know the overall crux of what I'm trying to get at here is like, I feel like things could be a lot more bleak without some like really, really incredible golf being played, right? Like if you have some really boring tournament after really boring tournament, I think a lot of this chatter gets a lot louder and so, it's really hard to focus on what's actually going so, on. So the tours website finally put this up like an hour and a half after things finish up. We got Scotty starting at 10 under next week, which thankfully next week will be the last time we have to watch an unrenovated East Lake. I believe they're digging it up after the tournament this year, which thank thank you. So Scotty starts at 10 under, Victor starts at eight under, Rory at seven under, Rom at six under, Glover at five under. We've got Homa, Cantley, Harmon, Wyndham, and Matt Fitzpatrick at four under. Tommy, Henley, Keegan, Ricky, and Xander at three under. Tom, Kim, Sung Jay, Finau, Corey Connors, and Siwoo at two under. And then Taylor Moore, Nick Taylor, Shank, uh, Morikawa, Jason Day at one under, and Burns, Grillo, Hatton, Spieth, and Straka at even. So giving Scotty a two-shot head start on the field before before the week even starts, hopefully. And and with some residual bad taste in his mouth after last year, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit worried this could turn into a boat race. I was going to say it's two shot lead, but he automatically gives two shots back with putting over the course of a tournament. So it's, it's really anyone's ball game at this point. I, yeah. Every year I forget that they handicap this thing. I honestly forgot about it until today. It's the best. It's the playoffs need to be weirder. I know some people don't like this handicap start. I'm actually in on it. It's better than two tournaments at once. And it's easier to keep track of. We're probably due for a runaway win. We haven't really had one of those um, to my memory, but uh, I don't know. I, it kind of works for me. Still don't feel like the um, like I will say the playoffs having that 70 50 30 cadence and there being a big deal between getting from FedEx to BMW this year to get into those elevated events. And then I think it's it's a big thing for the players to get into tour championship with it gets you into all the majors. It's like, you know, you get five hundred thousand dollar guaranteed bonus. Um, it's pretty, pretty heady territory, I think. And this could be Rory's. Rory could have the same amount of FedEx Cup titles as he has majors. That's wild. Which is kind of damning. That's interesting. Also, this can be That's so much. Money. You can do the the clown painting the the makeup on his face meme with this. Like, I think this time next year the the energy level I'm hoping is higher when we get here. Like a January to now time frame yes. makes so much more sense than like Seamus Power being here because he had a great fall. Like I, the, the for the whole year, catch some strays from the Irish. The Irish are gonna be feels pissed, pretty justified Sally. at this point. I mean, he <laughs> shot fourteen over this week. I'm willing to take the arrows. I think he was limping out there. He might have been hurt. Um, throw some on the, hurt on the hurt. I'm gonna throw the on the ground reporting out there. So, but like it. Remember how pumped TC was that Tommy might win the FedEx Cup a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he still might. Uh, anyways, this Elody, is, he might win the FedEx Cup. I don't think we've talked enough about how this is the last like wraparound season, reach around, excuse me, reach around season, and how. How I, I think that makes the golf season look a lot different if like you can actually put in points on it that don't feel like an eternity and you can keep track of ups and downs. It, it can't be worse than the, the wraparound. I know that it can only be better. Yeah. And now we, you know, it's a little bit muddled for the European guys because some of them will go play a few of the DP World Tour events over in Europe in the Middle East. But yeah, for sure. Like, you know, Tim Fincham, taste it. All right. 
moving on. U.S. Amateur. I'm guessing you guys didn't get to watch a whole lot of it this week. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with this. The U.S. Am going up against the BMW always makes for a tough. Uh, I know. Two, unless you got a good two screen setup, it's been tough to watch. I, from what I did catch, it looked it looked like an awesome, pretty time. electric. Yeah, it looked like a pretty <laughs> fun time. I do. Uh, Nick Dunlap has won uh, the U.S. Amateur uh, at Cherry Hills. I, 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 it was interesting. Shane Bacon, our friend, qualified for the U.S. Am this week, which was outrageous he did not play great to his standard but his kind of like takeaway for somebody that covers golf plays a lot of golf and, and you know has has broadcasted golf on so many different levels for him to walk away and be like dude championship golf setups are fucking outrageous like this dude is so good at golf and he shot like 19 over and just was like dude you guys have no idea how good these dudes are at golf and again for somebody that's seen that much golf and report on that that was i don't know that stuck out to me yeah you know, I, I thought the um the dunlap sergeant match and, and Dunlap was he was he medalist? Uh, not quite. I okay. think he was close. Uh, the uh, Dunlap sergeant, we My got Gus. We got Gus here out patiently. Dunlap sergeant, like Dunlap taking down sergeant, and he was he was down one or two holes to sergeant, and then basically was just like, you know what, like I'm going to take control here and assert myself, uh, like complete predator move, and I'm very I'm very team team Dunlap. I also loved seeing Ohio State kid lose in the finals. <laughs> And both the Ohio State guys on the bubble of the Walker Cup get left off. Molt, Congratulations. Molt and, uh, Congratulations. Thank you. People always ask me, who's your college football team? PCSA. Whoever's playing Ohio State. I'm so pumped for the Walker Cup. You know, I know we, we haven't talked about it a ton, but we got a pretty cool video project that we're working on for the Walker Cup and got to spend some time with some of those guys uh, last week, two weeks ago, whatever week this is, and then heading over to uh, the Walker Cup shortly here and Seeing Nick Dunlap just kind of like slam the door this week and just add to his resume. I know he's had an unbelievable summer. Uh, I think that's going to be a fucking awesome event. I cannot wait to see it. So I'm I'm really, really pumped. Cody, shout out to you for your guy, uh, Summerhays, making it too. Preston Summerhays. I know you're a big, 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 big fan of the of the whole Summerhays clan. Mm-hmm. Uh, another news, Alexa Pano wins uh, in Northern Ireland in a co-sanctioned LPGA, L- I assume LET as well, right? DP World uh, event. Yeah. She won that in a playoff, as well as Daniel Brown beat Alex Fitzpatrick and Eddie Pepperell to win uh, the ISPS Handa in Northern Ireland. at Cal- Was it Galgorn Castle, TC, your favorite course? Galgorn Castle okay. and Castle Rock, I believe. But yeah, Alexa Pano, she was Castle Rock, sweet. the verge of losing her card. Uh, she was a rookie this year and just has played like kind of back up against the wall, storied junior career. Almost similar like Akshay, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know, her just, dad on the bag for her. Yeah. Um, really impressive. She birdied birdied the last hole and and we caught a little bit of that this morning. On her birthday. Nineteenth birthday. Nineteenth birthday. birthday. Incredible playoff for people who missed it, but like she was dead on the second playoff hole. Uh like we hit her drive way, way right into the trees, played smart in from there, chip back to the fairway. Absolutely went flag hunting for a third shot. Ended up saving and making par there. And the girl that she was playing with, Gabrielle Crowley, uh, ended up missing like a two-footer for birdie that would have made her like first L.E.T. LPGA win ever. Awesome story there on Crowley. Like she is straight L.E.T. She came up playing the Rose uh, series. So again, shout out to DJ and Team Rose there for giving women opportunity to play there. But um, an awesome uh, tournament. Ryan O'Toole absolutely like shit down her leg coming down the end. It was it was not good. It was her tournament to win. Didn't even end up making the playoff. 
tried to hit it in the water on 18 in regulation. Yeah. I mean, it was just a, a bad, bad finish uh, for Ryan, but Ping and I will be back this week to for, for a full LPGA recap. Plus, this is the final week this coming up tournament in Canada for automatic Solheim Cup picks. So uh, we're going to run that this week and uh, be on the lookout for that. Probably Tuesday, Wednesday. Extremely interesting decisions to be had yeah. upcoming here for uh, Team USA, especially. Yep. And I want to give a shout out on the DP uh, World Tour side, Alice Fitzpatrick, Little Fitz. Solo, solo second there. Big week. A, and I know double would have been heady stuff. Does that lock down his card for next year? Is that like special temporary membership for because be, be, between that and the open championship? I think he made it on points. Yep. Yeah. So it would have been good. And honestly, I was I was more interested. Like if he uh, it was a five shot victory from Dan and Brown, hell of a hell of a tournament, but crack the code. Like if little Fitz here got this win, like I don't understand TC. What has Ludwig done with his card oh, so God. far this year that wow. fucking Alex Fitz Whoa. hasn't done? Whoa. I mean, Whoa. Yeah, I mean, Ludwig's like, like Rory said it. He's like, yeah, he's the best driver of the golf ball in the world right now. For Other sure. Lucas Glover. So. <laughs> Thank you, DJ. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. That's Leaving that out, saying saying without uh, obviously did not win here. Win would have made it very very interesting here. But an, an incredible summer for somebody who like didn't have shit for status. Totally I'm be honest, I didn't think about that at like at all. I'm not you want trying to talk about like camaraderie and pairings, comfy pairing. I'm not trying to like diminish anything that he's done, but like there's a difference between playing the challenge D list like European tour events and like, yeah, like glorified. Whoa, are you denigrating yeah, the like DP he's out there winning, tour? It's not like he's out there winning big 12 events. No, I'm, no I'm denigrating the Galgorm okay. Castle and some of the other. God, you almost incriminate my there. client there. <laughs> very, very weak. <laughs> so, so weak field. I mean, he, he missed the cut at the farm food <laughs> Scottish challenge supported by the RNA. You know that field's good every year, TC. Come on. <laughs> he won, they he won the week step. prior on the challenge tour. You can't take that away from him, man. Come on. God, I might and have heard you, enough. You Put mentioned the, the Open. Get T-17 at the, the Open, his first major. Come you, on. You landed your punches back out of this before we start comparing <laughs> Ludwig and, and Alex. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> back to your quarter, Cody. <laughs> How a uh, shout out to Andy Ogletree. He won by seven uh, on the Asian tour. That dude has wildly turned around his play from uh, an unfortunate solo 48th in the first live event that he played, um, mm. which I believe was 48 out of 48. <laughs> but solo 48. <laughs> this is on the hills of Siwon Kim, uh, not finishing DFL. Resurgence. God, everybody bounces so, off the bottom. Topsy turvy. I could see. I could see Ogletree getting a full time spot on the cliques. Mm. How has he not got his way back into live? Don't, Great question. Don't I think it goes on. Don't, okay. answer, don't, 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 don't tell me there's real rules <laughs> I mean, on how they fill their teams out. Okay. I would, but yeah. Okay. Nice to see Poulter playing well, though. I what? mean, uh, he, is it, is it? <laughs> who fucking cares? Come on, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, so nice. I understand this, but so much good golf ahead of him. You want me to make the joke? He's hot. That's right. He's on the team. He's playing. He's in Where good was form. Uh, close house. Oh, home right. of the Westwoods, I believe. Oh, and I think. For a little bit, I thought this was a fa- uh, father-son tournament here because I think, yeah, <laughs> both the Westwoods and the Poulters in there. There you go. Really? I got the jokes out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Luke came over and played. I don't know if you mentioned it on the on the Euro Tour. Eddie, Eddie played some good golf, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it. 
I mentioned uh, Alex. Oh, I'm sorry. He sorry did. if I missed it. Sorry if I missed it. Sorry. Can we sorry, get sorry. to the news of Third the week? Third place please? for Eddie Pepper. All right, TC, take it away. News of the week. I had probably 150 people mention me in. Not tweets. to mention the people who came up to you and said it in person. It was Dear crazy. Crying. Everybody, TC, did you hear about Blocky's round? TC, did you hear about Blocky's round? I said, yeah. I, I, and I saw all the posts. He circled the tees that he played for me. He circled the yardage. What was that about? It's just trying to make sure none of the haters and losers come at Yeah, get in front of the haters. We should Course say, record we should on probably the revamped say, yeah. Valhalla. Scouting trip for scouting next year's trip PGA. For Blocky. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he sign his scorecard, Blocky? Yeah. yeah. No, I think no, that was like that was how he name. put it in in the player box. God, yeah. Golf you know, clean card, trophy here. ball. Uh, <laughs> With an eagle? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's one of those things. Blocky's figuring out ways to stay in the news cycle. It's concerning. He's an influencer. Speaking of the news cycle, um, it kind of straddled last week and into this week. Uh, we had a podcast this past week with Billy Walters, and some of the excerpt, excerpts of his book came out, um, talking some a bit about Phil's betting record, about separate money laundering investigations uh, that Phil has been a part of. Uh, Billy described his relationship with Phil Mickelson and how that has potentially shaped the rest of the golf world. I'm curious if you guys learned anything in any of that. Were you surprised by anything, any uh, of the betting numbers from Phil? Uh, and if it, if you guys think it has it had an impact on how the, on the future of the professional golf world. I was shocked by Billy's restraint. I mean, I thought he, he was going to take a blowtorch yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, but I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at some point kind of confirms what the suspicions were. Yeah, I would say somewhere between like surprised and, and not surprised, right? Like it, it, it all made it all checked out. It's like very jarring numbers and very like You're putting shocking numbers to see spelled out. Forty three like, MLB bets sense. in a day is like legitimately hard to do. Like there's fifteen games yeah. a day. Like I don't know how you, <laughs> I don't know how you do that really. Like that's especially when you're not just like hitting them on an app. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like you're like you have to like work to text yeah. the guy and phone yeah. it in. Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff, like Billy, like all this, all this stuff with like Billy, uh, you know, getting the newspapers off planes oh. and, and having people fly that stuff in, like the flow of information back in the day, pre pre internet, fascinating. The yeah. book, I'm very pumped to read the yeah, book. The book's wild. If you like betting, and listen, like you don't. I got told Billy in the interview, I was like, dude, I, you don't walk away from this being like, man, I want to be a career gambler, right? I think my official <laughs> stance on on gambling is like, dude very, very much bet like comfortable amounts that you're comfortable betting and like do it for entertainment. Cause like, unless you're willing to go to the links that he goes to in terms of compiling the information and be a professional better or that I go to with the vision. Exactly. Fund. Or you end up looking like the vision fund if you don't know what you're doing. So like, <laughs> I'm still up for the, I'm still up for the, the cycle. Okay. Man. That's fine. But, um, it, it is, <laughs> that's cool, man. it is, it's, if you like gambling stories, if you like how like insight into how to gauge, you know, NFL games and how they he weighs players and their values on the lines and things like that. And how, yeah, back in the day, you didn't have injury reports readily available everywhere. So he would have guys just, you know, a, a team of guys go around to the commercial flights that flew in to where, wherever he was living at the time and grab newspapers off the flights so he could read about the injuries to the offensive linemen and blah, blah, blah. And like all this to gain edges to, you know, bet certain amounts. And, uh, oh, my God, it's it's a very wild it will be a Netflix series of some kind. Like it's an incredible life he's lived that, um, you know, has intersected with the golf world a lot. And uh, yeah, like you said, I was surprised he didn't, he, it was subtle and out of it. Some of it, what, you know, and saying like, yeah, you know, if I was Phil Mickelson, I might stand up and be like, yeah, I got carried away and bet on it. But, you know, judging the character of a man, like, yeah, he yeah. didn't do that. 
Sally, do you think uh, what's your read? Do you think Phil bet on golf tournaments that he was playing in, or golf competitions that he was playing in? With absolutely nothing, allegedly, with absolutely nothing to verify it, other than like a gut feeling. That's what you're asking me. Allegedly, alleged, alleged. If you're willing to call up somebody and like say, "Hey, let's bet four hundred thousand dollars on a Ryder Cup team," an event where you have teammates, not just like your individual self, I'm willing to bet over thirty years. I should say, I'm suspicious that over a thirty year career, he didn't try. It's kind of odd you get successfully to do that. Um, I've heard about some of the things that I won't repeat that didn't make it in the book. I'm guessing if they didn't make it in, it's probably for pretty good reason, but some pretty shocking stuff in terms of links that he was willing to go to, uh, in professional golf tournaments. So, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine that those, what are, what are the chances this is a one of one isolated event would be my question. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, Solly, we moved off of blocky pretty quickly and we just glossed over like the story of the week. What do you think about blocky setting the course record of Valhalla? I think he's in great form. I don't know how we didn't join this with the Ryder Cup. He's in great form as well. PJ of America, Wonder Boy, like playing great. Like when was the last time Justin Thomas set a course record? I mean, I don't know why he's well, not in the conversation. Panther National Open yet? Blocky could be an alt shot god. Oh, if he can play from where Rory drives it, but they can't play. <laughs> yeah, do you imagine if he's playing from where Scotty drives it? Do you think? Do you think Blocky's going to go to the Ryder Cup? For sure, like, as like an influencer, Absolutely. or yes, yeah. minus five thousand. Yes. How's he not an ass cap? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you guys doing? He should form a third team, and try to storm the Ryder Cup, take it on. It's the care. What is the care bridge financial? Get, get, yeah, get all the get all the club pros together. Get get the twelve best club pros together. And try speaking to, of Ryder, we'll take, Cup, we'll take winner. Speaking of Ryder Cup, I want to give a shout out to Jeff Overton. A former U.S. Ryder Cup team member. Boom, baby. Played in the Corn Ferry event this week and finished top 10. Finished seventh. I think he's had... I think he was 54-hole leader. Yeah. He was, uh, I don't know, just blast from the past. I know he's had some... I think he's had some health challenges the last few years. I don't know if it was... Don't know. It was like seizures or something. But he, like very, very tough road. And, and he's back out there. And uh, you want to talk about just a really good golfer? Like guy just knows how to get the ball in the hole. <laughs> Jeff Overton. So good to see him back out there. Uh, anything else from this week? Who wins the FedEx Cup next week? That's a great question. Great question, Solly. Bermuda. God, I don't know. You kind of spooked me with the Hovland back on Bermuda thing. Uh, I'm going to say Hovland still. I don't know. Do you think they're going to try to stress the golf course? Like they're digging it up on Monday afterwards. Can you? Bulldozers going in the background. Can you? Burn that shit out. I mean, it's, they're Bermuda yeah, I greens, what, I think, right? Like rains. Yeah, everywhere it's in, probably raining everywhere every day. in the southeast in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Haven't checked the weather, but I think Rory wins. Sure. I think that, that'd be fun, too. Right. Putting jokes aside, you give Scotty a two-shot advantage, and then with his ball striking, like, it's going to be pretty tough to beat, I have a feeling. So, he's yeah. hitting it really, really, really good. I think we, we could be due for a runaway one of these. and Especially on a bad golf course. That... Thank you, TC. <laughs> uh, Impossible is what they play for. Baby. That's right. Sally, how's being a dad? It's wonderful. It's been a tremendous couple of weeks. If you missed the news, uh, my wife and I gave uh, my wife gave birth to a uh, beautiful. My wife and I gave birth. You sound like Wife and I welcomed a baby girl, and then I said, gave, I, I conflated them. My brain is mush. I totally see what all the parents are are talking about. Uh, you know, their brain's going to mush. It is, you know, obviously I haven't slept more than three hours in any window since uh, August, early August, whatever it was. And uh, it's been, it's been great. It's really challenging to 
do all the golf stuff you need and uh, to be a parent at the same time. But it's been wonderful. It's been it's been a great time and greatly appreciative of everything my wife's done and all the help we've gotten from family and friends and support from friends and support from you guys helping me step away for a couple of weeks. I know Hannah's especially thankful for that because it's uh it's it's a lot. It's a lot. As uh, as TC and Cody can attest, it's a lot goes into it. And this is just one. Is, is she is she sleeping? Sleeping pretty well. Yes, fussy during the day, but sleeping at night. Um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining. It sucks when they don't realize like what that that clock, man. What time means what? It's the hard part. It, you know, I can't complain about the nights. Uh, the nights have been surprisingly okay. Um, I, I, I would have thought worse. It's, it is weird how normal it is to get up every three hours um, and not sleep yeah. straight through the night. But um, no, can't. You feel pretty harmless or pretty, pretty uh, worthless as a male as well. Like, you're like, no, you start crying. They want to feed. And you're like, shout out to Cody on this one. One of the things he said back in April when we talked about it, he's like, no, dude, like, you're your mom's personal assistant. Help mom with everything. And like, just whatever it is, water, do the dishes, like whatever you got to do. Like that was good advice. Cause I don't feel as worthless. Like there's always something for me to do to help. So, uh, that's stuck in a lot of good advice. From Especially if she's sleeping yeah. too. That's good that, you know, mom's getting some sleep then as well. Yeah. So. The news of Hell the yeah. news of not one, but two fantasy drafts tonight was, was a tough one to deliver, oh, wow. but, uh, <laughs> and a podcast impossible a is what they play for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Cody, what's going on down in Texas? It's hot as fuck, TC. He's <laughs> got a hoodie on outside. It's, uh, it's I flew back from, from London, a beautiful uh, English summer. Just got hit straight in the face with like 109 degree uh, temperatures. The real feel is like 115, 116. Yeah. The other day, a vehicle in front of me, I literally saw the rubber melting and sticking to the road oh. as we're stopped at a stoplight. It was insane. I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I moved here. It's fucking miserable. Okay. I need you, like the next three weeks to go by. There's no travel for me. I'm just gonna be locked down. But school's been great. You know the yeah. the little ones started school, so that's always been exciting. Uh, you, you seen a lot of car fires still down there? Uh, I I guess I missed a mega car fire. <laughs> People have no clue what we're talking about, but I missed a mega car fire when I was in London, but. Uh, the effects of it, the car was still sitting on the side of the road right at our exit uh, in town that it took them like an extra seven days to clean it up. So I don't know what the hell's going on with these toll roads around here, but they got to get on their shit, man. When it's that hot, are you still going out? And, don't you like go out and beat balls like mid afternoon? I did. Yeah, I went and hit balls. Uh, Socio stuff. I put in two and a half days of work uh, hitting balls this week. Do you have a mid AM qualifier tomorrow? I yeah, I was gonna say that I'm supposed to have a mid-am qualifier tomorrow. They moved location, so originally I was supposed to be like in New Braunfels. Now it's all the way in San Antonio. Looking at about like <laughs> you could have gone to the Schlitterbahn afterwards. That place rocks. Okay, yeah, don't don't discourage Schlitterbahn. It's amazing for the kids, but I'm supposed to. I I just don't know how this five-hour drive in the morning is gonna land. I might. I, I have an email cooked up already in the drafts of little WD email. Ooh, um, a shot. Texas State I, Golf Association. Wait, you're driving five hours before your round? What time's your tea time? Uh, at like eight ten. Are you you're, gonna leave like now? Yeah. What are you well, doing here? This is work. You get on the road, gentlemen. Yeah. This is you this is my place of duty. Request. Any idea how much time no, I've taken I'm, off this sorry. month, Cody? It's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but this is you know work comes first. That's why I didn't do it. And this is for the USJ Midam. Unfortunately. Even if I qualified, it would have been like right up against Solheim Cup, which I'm going to be yeah. drawn for. So, 
it's one of those things. I made a, a goal of mine earlier this year on the goal spot that I wanted to play uh, more competitive golf. So I think this is going to be one of the the few misses on me. But I also have the Texas Mid-Am qualifier coming up mm-hmm. in two weeks. That that's what I'm grinding for. You know, DJ, I got my thing. I'm, even when I'm not at the range, I'm just fucking grinding, grinding stuff out here. Oh, oh man, no awesome. free ads, yeah. no free yeah. ads. Yeah. Take it down. No, I showed TC mine. He it, it, it <laughs> never stopped. It cost. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. We can Guy, probably help you with that, Cody. I am. I am. Uh, I'm joining you on the competitive golf kick. I'm playing good enough. I'm down to a one point one. TC's driving. It's so like even better really? than he used to. It's sucks. And I'm putting well too. He just like doesn't make mistakes. Like he it's just what did, did Rory? Do have it's so boring. It's like watching too. Scotty. It's so boring. So. Like he just hits it to like. 20 feet yeah. and just makes par so we got an event out at aaron hills tomorrow morning and i'm i cannot wait to play that place never seen it before yeah it's gonna be awesome so weather's gonna did be great rory have any notes of your game yeah he gave me a chipping lesson uh like because i'm not used to chipping out of this long kind of you know thick fescue ryegrass stuff and he was like god tc like what are you doing like you're fighting the ground and not using the bounce <laughs> And he's like, swing with your arms, swing like a Jason Day swing with your arms, no wrists at all. So he's gonna say, there's a lot of brains out right now. There's a lot of arms already in that. My favorite TC thing is when somebody clearly didn't say like TC in the in what they've said to him, but he (laughs) (laughs) inserts it. (laughs) No, he was he was apoplectic. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He always starts with like TC, man. We gotta talk about. (laughs) Listen, man. Um. Yeah, so he fixed me. I got up and down like two of the next three holes. Laid hands on you. Yeah, he, he did. He laid hands on me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I made more birdies than Rory in the in the pro am. Sick. That's you that's know. a shot. You're what, playing for money. Your, if I was playing yeah. from his drives, it would exactly. Can we put that on a shirt, Mertzar? If you're listening, I made more birdies <laughs> than Rory in the pro am. God, welcome to the Ripper Magoo podcast. <laughs> You played with one of the uh, generational swing speed oh my uh, guys like of our time. What, oh, what was Raj. it like playing with Raj? What Roger did Rory Steele. think of Raj? Yeah. Uh, I understand that he, it wasn't his best day and yeah, people Raj followed and along on match. the story. But. So Raj was like, I picked up on like the first hole. because Roger, like, Roger Steele for those listening. Yeah. And Roger's like, yo, what are you doing picking up? I was like, we're playing fucking match play, Raj. Like we're not playing. I'm not going to grind for a triple sure. here on the first hole. Like we're going to keep it moving. But no, Raj is, Raj and Rory are talking. Raj is like, yeah, you know, I get up to like one one twenty eight, swing speed wise, and Rory was like, are you serious, man? <laughs> like he was, I mean, he was struggling with some spin rates. Raj was he was out driving me, with his nineteen degree hybrid, for most of the day by like thirty yards. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was crazy. He hit one in the lake on on eighteen or on, uh, on on nine. Hit one in the late. I mean, it was it was wild. Like he was he was hitting at three thirty five through the air, just swing God. speed. But it was so cool to be out there with Raj in his hometown. Um, his his, his dad came out. His dad had some heart problems here this year, and his dad was like, "Yo, it's really cool you're playing the pro am, but I'm not gonna watch you." And then he found out he was playing with Rory, and he's like, "Oh, I'll I'm be coming. out there. Yeah, I'm coming." <laughs> uh, just it was it was a cool full, full circle thing for him being out there and and kind of the journey that he's been on for a long time. So uh, one of my favorite people in golf and um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a, it was a dream week for us, this tournament, you know, whether it's in Wilmington or Baltimore or Chicago or Philly, Denver next year, 
Um, I love, love coming to this event. Western Golf Association, the Evan Scholars tie-in, all of it. It's awesome. But Chicago, Chicago, I think is, is, uh, you know, I know it's got its struggles, but this is, this is up there with Boston is like my favorite, my favorite American city. Here, here. Fantastic. Minus the Cubs. I'm envious, envious of missing out. They were doing the, the uh, practice for the, for the air and water show. Mm too Sally, and it was there you know all the all so the, we had to come back to fighters. milwaukee for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> all the fighters are, are flying through the city going going across the lake it was, it was pretty cool it's the best so, so yeah all right that's gonna wrap it for this week thanks everyone for tuning in thank you to our friends at bmw to high noon to roback to titleist to cody for missing out on his mid-am qualifier to be here to help it help us uh, to TC and to DJ for being out there all week. Um, and, and, and to Neil and Casey yes. yeah. for, for being out there as well. Likewise. One more week left in the uh, PGA Tour season. Um, we got a lot of content to come after that one and then leading up to Solheim Cup and then the Ryder Cup and, of course, Live Chicago as well. I know Cody's excited about that. So, mm. Do we have do we have a Ryder Cup video coming out this week? An Italy video or no? We're going to talk to Ben. <laughs> Ben's, Ben's on that one. Maybe. I don't know. Tough. That's the plan. Keep it posted. Ryder that. Cup pod on Wednesday. And we, we have an office hours video. Office hours that. logos. Yeah, we're going to be talking logos. Be really good. Office so. hours logos this week. You can expect that. We got Ryder Cup pod coming out this week. We got Solheim Cup pod coming out this week. Lots of pods. Trap draw. Neil yeah. and I are doing the booth on Tuesday, I think. Uh, so a lot coming your way. We did a trap draw last week about the bear. Mm. Much, much, much uh, anticipated. Solly, that was kind of Solly's rehab start. You know, Solly did did three and two thirds in Charlotte. In high uh, A. Yeah, did, just looked great. Ex- ball, ball Extended was, spring training. Ball was exploding out of his hand. Uh, it was great stuff on the on the Bear podcast. So uh, right. check that out. A lot of late movement. Too. Yeah. If you're if you're looking for some some seven fishes content, there you have it. There you have Guys, it. Guys, it was a pleasure. Last question. Are the Reds back on the upswing uh, no. or is it still no, not going not gonna, well? Okay. Speaking of rehab starts, Hunter Green crushed his rehab start and he gave up nine runs today in his uh, first start back in three months. Mm, so, hell yeah. Listen, when you have a bunch of 21-year-olds out there, it's it's bound to come back to earth. Yeah. God, next year's going to be so fun. Future's though. bright. They got to spend some money. I got some. People are talking shit up here in Milwaukee. It's crazy. Brewers are not good enough. They're not good. They're not. Yeah. It's fake. kind of competing to get like swept in the yes, first round. Yes, it's fake. So. It's so fake. <laughs> yeah. But. Guys, again, shout out to Block for sure. Thank you, TC. Yeah. You know, no, he took the words out of my mouth. TC, shout out to you, TC, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you, guys. I would love to be at the garage hang right now. It looks like a great place to be on a Sunday night. Oh, it's got. We got some pizzas coming. Neil and Casey are coming over. It's going to be, it's gonna be yeah. a great, it's, great it's, week here in Milwaukee. It's not ninety-eight degrees. At, no, you feel. Oh, do you feel that cool breeze? That's PM. the lake. Did yeah. you feel that? I Just hit. longest exit to a podcast ever. We're doing it right now. One more question. Thank right you, up. everyone. <laughs> See you next week. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything.